Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. What is up? Welcome to episode 244. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If it brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. I'm truly grateful for your support. Thank you. You can learn all the skills in the world, math, business, writing, but the right mindset will always trump them all. It's the great unlock to all other skills. Success and happiness come down to one single component and that's mindset. In order to achieve our goals in life, our mindset needs to match those aspirations. And this is exactly what I pack into my free weekly newsletter. As a free subscriber, you receive the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter once per week, where I break down step-by-step processes to master your mindset and practical growth tips. If you haven't subscribed, but you enjoy the content I drop on this podcast, then you're missing out. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe for free to the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Technology is a wonderful tool that connects us to others and provides us with information. However, when the use of technology interferes with our interpersonal relationships and actually hinders our productivity, it is important that we moderate its usage. Over 420 million people are addicted to scrolling and mindlessly consuming whether that be on our phones or a streaming service. So why is this scrolling and mindless consumption so bad? How does this impact our lives? And what are some ways that we can break this addiction? Number one, it puts us in a state of excessive consumption. This mindless activity is one that gives us temporary pleasure. 
So why is it that we notoriously go to a place of excessive consumption? Well, as far as doom scrolling is concerned, we do this because we tell ourselves that we're staying informed. But there's something much deeper here. If we're struggling with depression, we often look for information that confirms how we feel. For example, if we're feeling negative, reading negative news simply reconfirms how we feel. And if we end up doing this a few times, it becomes a habit. And this pattern starts to happen subconsciously where we aren't even aware we're doing it. And this becomes extremely dangerous because when we have those inevitable down moments, we pick up our phone and we start scrolling without even being aware. And a similar behavior happens when we're trying to reduce anxiety, where our brain continues to loop. So we pick up our phone in search of finding a way to reduce our anxiety. So you may be wondering, what's the damage with all of this? It greatly impacts our mindset. It reinforces negative thoughts in a negative mindset. And this inevitably impacts our mental health. Research has proven time and time again that consuming negative news is linked to greater fear, stress, anxiety, and sadness. In other words, if we're someone that is prone to sadness, anxiety, or depression, doom scrolling is like the gravitational pull of the sun. It pulls us in and then panic starts to set in. Another layer to this is what's called crazy making. This is when we see conflicting information and our brains struggle to reconcile that information. Now, what's the impact of binging content such as streaming services, Hulu, Netflix, Disney, and others alike? First off, the U.S. is the world's leader in binge entertainment consumption. And to clarify, binge consumption is defined as watching more than three shows or episodes in a row. Just to bring some context to this, there are over 817,000 titles on streaming services. And that number continues to grow every day. But the one thing that is not growing is the time we have each day day. Some of the negative impacts of this consumption are physical inactivity, potentially leading to things like obesity, heart disease, diabetes, and depression. Research has shown that non-active sitting has been linked to as much as 25% higher body mass index. Social isolation. This binging can become a substitute for companionship We are naturally social creatures. Engaging with our communities is crucial to our mental health. Sleep disturbances and poor sleep quality. Research has shown in many cases 
that sleep helps the brain function properly and supports emotional well-being, heals and repairs blood vessels, promotes healthy growth, and maintains a healthy hormonal balance. A study published back in 2017 suggested that binge frequency, not duration, negatively affects overall sleep quality. And this is because it mainly interferes with the ability to cool down or shut off the brain. And because of this, it takes longer for us to fall asleep. And this is extremely costly because this interferes with what's known as stage three and four of sleep when our body does most of its restorative and reparative work. Number two, it's frying our dopamine receptors. This is why most people are addicted to consumption in the first place. When we receive a like, a retweet, notifications, all of these actions trigger our reward system. It floods our brains with dopamine. And here's what's so dangerous about this addiction. Because it feels wonderful. It acts to reinforce our need to satisfy the feeling next time. This is what's called a dopamine loop, where we seek, we look, craving reward and more of them. It also is frying our dopamine receptors because this consumption is bombarding our mind and nervous system with too much, creating an overload and pushing us to become dependent on social media. There is actually evidence that shows those that have this dependency have a true addiction, similar to any addiction, like an addiction to alcohol or drugs. Most people justify the consumption behavior starting out small, watching a show here and there, or picking up their phone now and again. And slowly, over time, they start to justify more reasons to engage in this behavior. Even crossing both consumption methods when an ad comes on, picking up the phone to consume more during downtime. And eventually, these behaviors and moments start bleeding out of those moments and into the time we could be spending on other things. And it eventually gets to the point where we feel uncomfortable when there's nothing immediately stimulating in front of us. And this becomes very dangerous because we're essentially training our brain to expect the dopamine rush whenever there's not something that demands our attention. These all lead to constantly jacking up our dopamine levels. And like the classic saying goes, what goes up must come down. Think about it this way. If these outlets, these platforms were truly healing for us, Would these platforms like Netflix, Hulu, Facebook, or TikTok need to constantly enhance the addictive features? They are purposefully designed to keep us engaged, which means we take the precious time we do have that's depleting daily, coming back for another hit and another hit.
Number three, it disrupts our ability to engage in critical activities. The amount of time that goes into social media and binge consumption is mind-blowing. The average person spends two hours and 27 minutes on social media a day and three hours per day watching television. Collectively, that's five hours and 27 minutes daily. The average person is only up for approximately 16 to 18 hours per day. That means that roughly 30% of the average person's time awake is spent on mindless consumption and entertainment. All of this disrupting our ability to focus, to sleep, struggling to find motivation and drive, struggling to be present, struggling to engage in deep work, struggling to spend time indulging in self-care, struggling to think creatively. So what are some tips that we can leverage to avoid doom scrolling and mindlessly consuming in general? Localize the behavior, meaning we limit the behavior to a specific time and place. For example, with doom scrolling, let's say you find yourself endlessly scrolling in the morning. Try plugging your phone in on the other side of the room, or better yet, leave it in another room completely. This allows us to get our day moving along before we get pulled into that gravitational force. Use mindfulness. This can be used either during doom scrolling or even over consuming content in general. Be mindful of how a particular post or article makes you feel. Be mindful of how you feel after binging content. Observe the sensation in your body or your mind's response to an overload of information. Now, you may be wondering, how is this helpful? When we pay attention consciously to the bad feelings such as anxiety, agitation, or stress, it's more likely to motivate us to put on the brakes. Practice what's called thought stopping. This is actually a cognitive behavioral technique, and it's normally used for ending obsessive or anxious thoughts. So when we have the difficulty turning off the valve to the flow of our thoughts, imagine a physical stop sign. Imagination has a funny way of cutting off that flow of thinking. So how does this all translate to binging content? Most of the time, when we pick up our phones or turn on the TV, we are doing so out of compulsion. Compulsion is something we do automatically with little thought behind the behavior. We can shift these actions by checking our phones or turning on the TV consciously by pausing for a moment and being mindful of what we're doing. Next, try slowing down the scroll. As humans, we have a very short attention span. When we scroll quickly, we continue to shorten the length of time. We need a solid attention span to help us concentrate and focus. We need to consciously tell ourselves to pace, don't race. We can also simply check in with ourselves by asking, what is going to help me 
to feel better in this moment. This is an opportunity to seek honesty and break the patterns that normally put us in a toxic cycle that inevitably make us feel worse. Number four, it breaks the idea of moderation. Humans aren't meant to be exposed to the amount of stimulation in the modern world. This is why it's key that we exercise the virtue of moderation. See, the underlying reason for stress is going above moderation and urging for more. Moderation is the way of attaining happiness and a healthy life. It helps us to develop important self-regulation. Moderation means not overdoing things, nor underdoing them. We need to remind ourselves that we can stay happy as long as there are no corresponding pains. For example, you may enjoy consuming alcohol. Consuming to enjoy the pleasure of alcohol may be appropriate depending who you are. But the moment that alcohol causes pain, in this case, maybe a hangover or losing self-control, this is where moderation is broken and disrupted. We are exposed to this idea by society that having more equates to more. Whether it be more things, more money, more friends, more clothes, more cars, more homes, this idea of quantity over quality. The whole idea of moderation is to live a life of balance and avoid any extremities. This means that we start appreciating the things we already possess. What should matter most to all of us is our inner sense of happiness. Sure, well, things like money are important for a sense of security and comfort. It does not directly relate to joy and happiness. Similar to the effects of filling a void by over-consuming social or streaming services, many people feel as if they aren't the ones in charge of their lives, thinking that they're not able to break away from certain habits, habits that are getting in the way of them becoming happier and healthier individuals. When we're buried in our phones and computers, we also increase disconnection and loneliness. It tends to suck us of energy and feeling drained. Research has shown that limiting our social media consumption to 30 minutes per day may lead to significant improvement in well-being. There are a number of ways we can ensure we stop at this 30-minute threshold. Use an app to track how much time you spend on social media or news media apps. Set timers that limit the time you can spend on each app. Leave your phone in another room when you go to bed. Remove apps from your phone. Disable notifications. Turn your phone off. Now, I want to be clear. Consuming content is not a bad thing. Of course, we can learn new things, make new friends, and have valuable experiences online. But the point in all of this is to do so in moderation, to be thoughtful around how we're spending our time online and for what reasons, and to ensure we're not using it as a crutch to escape. We only have so much time on this planet. We should be using those moments wisely to strike a balance 
with the time we've been granted. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into the addiction no one talks about. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the motivated underscore mind and on Facebook at the motivated mind podcast. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all and thanks so much for listening. The Motivated Mind is a legacy division.